Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Sorry about that, guys. We got cut off in the middle of conversation. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Yeah, I know that the platform did some updates yesterday, so we've been having uh, some quirks, obviously, to go through, so we'll just try to get through it. So, welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. And this is the week of September 13th through September 17th. And um, I don't know, it's pretty interesting this week. I would say Bold and the Beautiful had pretty much one and a half storylines this week because it was pretty much focused on one particular scenario, right? Yeah. And then The Young and the Restless, um, you know, it had a lot to do pretty much more with Victoria and that whole situation and Mariah. Those were the two mm-hmm. biggest storylines this week and then we had other little stuff sprinkled in. Right. So what we normally do um, we'll recap the Young and the Restless in the first half of the show. And then the second half of the show, we do the Bold and the Beautiful. And then we also do a segment called Flip the Script, where if there's a storyline, a scene, or whatever that you wish that you could change, this is where you flip that script. All right. So let's jump right into this and start to unpack this. And for... Uh, Young and the Restless for the week of the 13th through the 17th, Ashlyn confessed that he left home as a teenager, changed his name to escape an abusive past, but he refused to reveal his real name. Ashlyn continued to receive mysterious text messages, and Mariah decided to move out of the Chancellor Mansion, and Connor blamed Sharon for breaking up the family. So, where do you want to start? Um, do you want to do the bigger ones first or the small ones? Let's knock out the small ones and then, oh, 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 oh okay, we can, you want to try it that way first? You want to knock out the bigger ones first? Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. So what do you think about Connor, his attitude? Because Adam decided to break the news to Connor that him and his mom Chelsea is not getting back together without Chelsea being there. Chelsea wanted to be there but couldn't because she's still stuck with uh, helping out her mom and of course we know that pretty much she... I'm liking the fact that they're allowing her to still record while maternity leaves. Me too. You know, because normally yeah. what happens is that, you know, once the actor, the female actor goes off to have their baby in real life, we usually don't see them for a while. Right. Near Spencer. <laughs> Good grief, Spencer. He's yes. like all in my face today. I know, I hear him. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I thought I, I had that same thought. When uh, when they had Chelsea on this week, I'm like, I wonder, I wonder how she was able to work that 
little agreement out. I wonder if she was just willing and, and said, hey, I can still work. You know, I, I was only down for a couple of days after I had the baby. Um, Just, you know, put me on FaceTime or something like that. that yeah, I, I, I feel like good. I feel like that's something else that came out of the pandemic. Um, people right. are realizing that they can do more things um, through like FaceTime or Zoom or, you know, whatever platform you want to use to to do like a a, a, a face a video chat so yeah I was happy to see that she's kind of pretty much back to work just not there in person and the the storyline of her um being away helping her mom was a really good way to to disguise that yeah I like that and so like you say I think the pandemic taught a lot of businesses corporations what they thought they couldn't do into mm-hmm. what they actually can do, especially with technology and, like you say, Zoom and um, Teams and some of right. the other platforms that you can use for video chatting. Yep. And to allow uh, Melissa Claire Egan, who just had her baby, I think, in August, to you know be able to video chat while at home or something until she's ready to come back off of maternity leave, I think that was really cool to keep that storyline open. Right. You know. Now, I don't, so her, the hesitation she had about Adam handling the the conversation with Connor about them not getting back together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, maybe it's just me, but I thought maybe she was overreacting a little bit. Like if he wanted to if that's something that he felt like needed to be handled instead of put off. Um, I don't really think it was absolutely necessary for her to be there in person with him to do it. Or could, did they even, why didn't she, or did he suggest we can just, you can be on on the phone and I'll be here with him in person. We can both talk to him. No, did that well, suggestion even come up? asked her, to, can he come back? Now, see, here's my thing. I think there was some inflexibility on both sides because in my opinion, I honestly believe that both of them should have talked to Connor because Mm -hmm. you have only one side of the story when the other parent is not there. When you have both parents there, you know, you're able, the kid is able to see it from both point of views, right? That's true. Yeah. But they both Chelsea and Adam were both inflexible, inflexible because I don't understand why Adam couldn't have flown up to Minnesota or wherever he was to talk about this if Chelsea couldn't come down here. You yeah. know, because she said, I can't leave Anita. She's getting, you know, she had a setback, you know, so we need to, um, I need to stay a little bit longer. And he was like, you know, why, if you're going to be able to talk to, I need you to come down here. And Chelsea's like, well, why, he's a little bit more free to me than Chelsea is. You know, you could easily tell your pops to run the company, go up for a day. You're talking a day, not a week, not a month, a couple days to go up to where she is and mm-hmm. have a sit-down conversation with Chelsea with so so that Connor can see it coming from both her parents. I didn't like the fact that you were, you know, Adam was inflexible about having his mom there, but then you can quickly call Sharon instead to have that conversation with him. 
Yeah, I didn't like that part that of it. That was not a good look to me. And that's mm-hmm. why, you know, of course, Connor is like, my mom, why are you always around? Right. It's not a good look. Right. What's your thoughts? Why I, I still, my opinion is still, why couldn't they just do it with her on, like, FaceTime? On Zoom or something? Yeah. I mean, I know maybe she, maybe she wanted to be there to give him a hug or whatever afterwards, but if it's that important and yeah, you just absolutely can't, one or the other absolutely can't fly to where the other person is, then do it on FaceTime at the very least. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that. It should have been some kind, they could have worked that out. Yeah. Um, as far as him enlisting Sharon, mm-hmm. that, like you said, that was a bad idea. It, it was it's she doesn't you don't need to sit with a therapist to tell your child that you and his mom tell him about it and then later if you feel like he needs to talk to somebody about it then that's when you enlist help and it doesn't need to it shouldn't be sharing in this situation because connor is not stupid and he knows that sharon is part of the reason you know that that him and or um Chelsea and Adam aren't together mm-hmm. because you know he, he hears adults talking <laughs> so I don't know why it, it drives me insane that he runs to Sharon for I feel like every little thing like that and it's like at this point you need to figure out that you got to find somebody else to fill that role it can't be somebody you have um, an, uh, you know an intimate relationship are you there? I can hear you now, like your signal went out or something. Uh, must, so the way that I'm on the podcast today, mm-hmm. it's not in the app because I had to join through the link you sent. So every time right. my phone goes black, it must affect um, my microphone. So I have to sit yeah, with my okay. phone in my hand and make sure my screen doesn't go black. Oh, you're talking about um, where your screen times out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know what they did because I sent, you know, from the old way we used to do it, I'll just send it through the notification, but obviously you're not receiving them. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. And you mm-hmm. signed into the app, right? No. Well, yes, I was signed into the app when you sent it. But the way that you sent it um, I'm talking about normally you sign into the app and then you'll get the notification, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had my app open when you sent both. um, And never got the notification? Nope, nothing ever popped up. That's weird. Okay, we'll try to make it through, girl. Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, they did some updates yesterday, so I don't know, you know, what the deal is with that. But um, in regards to, you know, like you said, with Adam and Sharon, I mean, to me, it's almost like a conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. Because it's one thing, you know, I mean, you're never going to give a full um, version of a, or a bi- unbiased opinion, especially when you're dealing with somebody who you used to be in a relationship with. Right. So, it's okay for him to not 
put Chelsea on the phone because the moment that he started acting up in the office, that's when he should have got her, his mom on the phone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of saying, oh, I know somebody you can talk to. It should have been his mom, not Sharon. Right. Yeah, I didn't understand why he why he thought taking him to Sharon was going to be a good idea for this. <laughs> yeah, because he claimed, oh, you remember Sharon. She was really nice to you when, you know, you you had problems before. And then not knowing that Chelsea been talking around him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I, why are you always taking me to Sharon? Because I heard my mom tell grandma about what Sharon did and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, snap. Yep. <laughs> and did you see... Did you see Adam's face? He looked like a deer in headlights. Yeah, he did. (laughs) Because Connor is at an age. He's not like two or three years old, okay? Connor is like, what, 10? Uh, Yep, something like that. Of course, a 10-year-old is going to hear that stuff and know what you're talking about. Right. You know, so I know he was looking real crazy when... Um, you know, Connor had that to say and blame Sharon for breaking up their family. Yeah, and I wonder if um Adam is gonna call Chelsea and try to chew her out about talking talking about Sharon in front of she may not have been doing it in front of Connor, but Connor listening in, but he's probably gonna see it as you you've been talking, you know, crap or whatever about Sharon in front of Connor and now he doesn't wanna talk to her. And she's, well, you know, I'll... been helping, blah blah blah. And it's like it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter if Connor is aware or not. Sharon is a thorn in Chelsea's side, so that's the last person that you should be taking Connor to see. Exactly, because I mean, most women, if you know, especially even though they didn't sleep together, mm-hmm. he kissed that woman, which sent off a, a chain of events that were totally Chelsea's responsibility. But she saw that picture of them kissing. And then you can't meet with me or call me when my son is upset. But you take him to the one woman mm-hmm. that I got issues with. Yep. That's a problem. Right. You know, and so I'm like, Adam, come on. And that's why when I when they originally was trying to ship him or, or chem test him with Sally, I mm-hmm. was like, okay, cool. You know, because I think the whole Adam and Sharon ship has sailed. Y'all should have did that when they were hot together back in 2019. Yeah, and they're still playing. And they're still playing around with it. And I just don't understand why they keep doing this. Let it go. Let it go. You know, I mean, you know, we're out of that whole time period. I mean, most folks are vaccinated, I think, especially the cast members. So. It's not like you got to put offspring couples together really anymore. Right. Let them move on. If you're not going to, if you you had an opportunity to put Sharon and Adam together a year and a half, almost two years ago, it y'all, y'all didn't do it. So now that we're two, almost two years later, let it go and just stop playing around with this thing. It's, it's just stupid. Yeah, they're they're still playing around with them. They're still they still have Ray acting insecure. Right. Uh, it's it's like when is this going to end? 
<laughs> well, it gets worse because next week on Monday's episode, mm-hmm. Sally is now, well, Connor is beginning to now connect with Sally. Because mm-hmm. I think it was Friday. Was that Friday episode where uh, Connor was in the park? I believe so. Okay. So, of course, Sally gave the story about the bucket over the head and you know, Connor thought that was hilarious and, you know, and Adam took notice to the fact that, you know, um, you know, to the fact that Sally and his son connected, right? Mm-hmm. And did you see Sharon's look on her face? Yep, sure yeah. did. Well, that goes into Monday and I, I don't want to give it all away, you know, but of course, Adam is starting to now see more of a connection with with Sally, and that's making Sharon feel some kind of way about that. Yeah, you could tell there was a little, I don't know if I want to say jealousy, but um, even before that scene. When, so let uh, me ask you a question then. Mm-hmm. So with Sharon acting this kind of way, mm-hmm. Do she still truly want Adam or does she just want the attention from Adam even though she don't want to be with him? I think she does want to be with him. Because well, she want to be with him, okay. Yeah, because why like she she doesn't do this with Nick. That's true. She doesn't, you know, give all the little lingering looks and act jealous about Nick and Phyllis. But any any Anything that has to do with Adam and Chelsea, or now you see Adam and Sally because you know she's got she she knows that Sally likes him. Mm-hmm. She has these little gives these little side eyes to Sally. You saw how her interaction was with her this week when Sally came in for coffee. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I I think that's because she I think she truly wants to be with Adam. But then yep. she still, she does this and, and then she, you know, when um, Ray calls her out about something or makes a comment about something that has to do with Adam, she gets, you know, she, she acts like she doesn't understand why he's got a problem. Mm-hmm. She played so, mind games. I mean, because yeah. Ray clearly see what's going on. Yep. And she tried to tell Ray, basically gaslighting him for Oh no, that's not the reality. I I don't. I, I'm just being his friend because he saved my life. Yeah, that's exactly what she. That's a good word for it. Your phone. Your phone. Hello. I, I'm back. Sorry. Did, did you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear yeah, you like, even when my phone blacks out. Okay. Yeah, because when I heard, I heard it cut off a little bit. I'm like, your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, I mean, she it's the perfect word. She gaslights that dude. Mm-hmm. You know, she acts, have him question his reality, like, okay, well, is she just being his friend, or does she really like him? Because she's telling me one thing, but I'm seeing something else. Right. You, Ray, you've seen exactly what you're seeing. Don't question that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, you know, and that's why, and even... And here's the crazy thing. This is what really kind of like 
made me feel some kind of way about sharing. Your daughter just got off the phone with you telling you that she struggled. And you say, oh, well, just call me if you need me. But then you're going to sit up there and go in the next five minutes, you helping Connor. Right. There's no way. If my daughter is telling me, mom, I'm, I'm struggling, I'm having an emotional breakdown, I'm not going to go and counsel somebody else when my daughter needs me right now. Exactly. And I'm like, Sharon, where are your priorities? Your she's own, been, huh? I was going to say, she's been absent in this whole situation with Mariah, honestly. Seriously. And it's like, you know, oh, now you want to play psychologist and, you know, when you need me and you want to talk, but then when it comes to Connor and Adam, it's like, okay, I'm here. Right. I'm here. I was a girl, and that was the crazy thing because the moment she got off the phone with with uh, Mariah, she Connor and Adam was coming right in the door, and mm-hmm. she sat right at that table and talked. I'm like, "Are you serious, Sharon?" Yeah, yeah. She, uh, you can tell Adam is a priority for her. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, and and I, I fault the writers on this, of course, because if you are going to put these two together, you should have done it. Now, I mean, I don't know. Do you think most people, I guess because they've already tested him with Sally, a lot of people are happy about that. Let him go ahead and move on with Sally, and then if Sharon starts to feel jealous, then Ray is going to see that. Right. Because there are a couple things that happened on Monday and what she says to Ray because of the whole Adam and Sally connection that happened. Ray is looking at her like, why do you even care? So, remember that when you see that. She's sabotaging her own relationship and then she's going to blame yeah. Ray. She's going to blame Ray and his insecurities is what she's going to do. Yeah, because basically what what's going to happen, and I'm not, you know, I, you know, because of the fact Sally walks into Crimson Lights, Connor is so excited to see her. And then he was like, do you have any other stories to tell me? And he was like, I got plenty. And he was talking about how much he really liked Sally. And, you know, of course, she headed to work. Adam's headed to work. Connor's like, can you come go with us? And they leaving out like a little family. Mm-hmm. Sharon is giving them the side eye and the green eye monster. And Ray is looking at her like, what's wrong with you? Right. And then she starts talking trash about Sally to Ray. And Ray is looking at her like, why do you even care? <laughs> oh, Sharon. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm like, you know what? You're going to sabotage your own. Because I'm hoping. Here's the thing. I then they got they're about to make this into a quad because if he connects with Sally, Chelsea's coming back, and Sharon is still feeling some kind of way. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a huge. It ain't gonna be a triangle. That's a whole quad, a square. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Sally. Sally is starting to understand that whole dynamic too because she was kind of lingering in the background when um Ray and and uh and Sharon were talking at the coffee house and mm-hmm. when he was kind of questioning her about Adam. Yeah. And, and why she always feels the need to go run to his his side when he's struggling with something. 
Yeah, Sally is slick. That girl is slick. Because now she realizes the way to get to Adam is through his son. Yeah. And so if he can actually keep his son happy, if, if whoever can keep her son happy, which in this case look like they're going to sh- uh, shift this a little bit over to Sally, then that may bring her closer to Adam, which is what she wants. And, Cl- and Chloe needs to shut up. Mm-hmm. You know, my thing is, I understand that, you know, and I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but all I can say is that, you know, Chloe needs to realize that this is business. I understand that you might not want anybody. You know, if it was up to her, she wouldn't want nobody dating at her. Right. Some yeah, she... woman who's not even related to nobody coming in and start working at the company and she started getting nice to Adam, I can guarantee you Chloe be right there in her ear. Oh, yeah, I agree. She definitely would. You know, and it's like, look, mind your own business. That's what got you in trouble in the first place. You got a whole husband and two kids over there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you running behind trying to keep Chelsea together. You trying to keep Sally out of Adam's orbit, you know, and it's like, where's your family? Mind right. your business. These are grown people. You know, you can't save them from, ooh, the big bad Adam. Come on, man, stop. Yeah, I will say though, what mm-hmm. Sally, what Sally is going to need to be careful with, mm-hmm. if, you know, trying to get into Adam's good graces and form a relationship with him is all the little tricking and scheming she's doing because if he if she if she resorts to that where Sharon is concerned, um mm-hmm. Adam is not gonna stand for that. Oh, you're talking about trying to get back at Sharon? Not necessarily trying to get back at her because Sharon hasn't done anything to her. But um you know she tries tries any of her little lies and schemes or whatever to keep him away from Sharon. Yeah, well... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If she well, just see. bees herself and, you know, is doing just like she did Friday. How mm-hmm. she was there for Connor. Mm-hmm. If she, just, if she just does stuff like that, then she'll be fine. But if she... If she Your phone... see her being the type that mm-hmm. she's going to get jealous anytime she sees Adam and Sharon together talking. So what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is like if she resorts to her little schemes and tricks to keep Adam away from Sharon mm-hmm. and Adam finds out about it, that's going to be that's going to be her um, that's not going to work out good for her. Because mm-hmm. because Adam is in this space where he doesn't he doesn't he's not doing games and all that stuff anymore, and he's right. not going to want to be bothered with her. And the thing is, I I do like the fact that even though Sally thinks she's slick in her game, Adam Pete game. I mean, he's mm-hmm. the master of it, so he calls her out on it. Right, just like when she was standing in that doorway. Yep. listening to them and he was like I saw you right there and you trying to tell me to sell me this whole other story and then I see you listening behind the door quit playing yeah. you know so I like the fact that he calls her out he's not Jack right 
you know, Jack get caught up in emotions and feelings and all this stuff and don't want to believe and blah, blah, blah. Whereas Adam is the, the master of games. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be hard for her to try to run game when you look into looking at the game player. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So I just, I'm just going to be curious to see if she kind of learned her lesson from when he called her out. I hope so. Because honestly, I would love to see them work out. Me too. I I, I want uh, um, Sharon looking crazy because then that validates everything Ray has been talking about for a year now. Right. And then with Chelsea, you know, hey, it is what it is. You know, he tried, even though, yeah, he kissed that girl, but... He tried to work it out with you, and you wanted to set up a whole scheme to kill somebody almost. So, you know, hey, I, I would like to see how this all works because I think Chelsea still wants them to stay together. He oh, it's to- obvious she does. Right. And, you know, Chelsea, I mean, Chloe ain't having it. Yeah. But, you know, um, I'm looking forward to that. I want to see where that goes. So, do we have yeah. anything else on that? Story? <clears throat> No, I think we talked enough about it. Okay, so let's move on to Mariah. Mariah decided to move out of the mansion, which I think is absolutely great. Yep. She should have. Yes, and I'm surprised that Abby was uh, was not more receptive to it when she said that, when she told him that she was moving out. Because Abby wants what she wants. You know, and the crazy mm-hmm. thing about Abby is that Abby been giving Mariah the side eye every time she talks to that baby, holds the baby, all this sort of kind of stuff, but she still wants that girl in the house with you. Yeah, it kind of had Abby doing some mixed signals when it came to Mariah. Because exactly. in the, yeah, in the, the beginning of the week and even last week, there were times, there were moments where she it was like she was almost annoyed that Mariah was around. Wow! Like, she, yeah. like the when she was um, getting ready to take him for a walk, and I think the baby was crying or something like that. And Mariah was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you, you know, do you want me to do this or can I help you?" And she was like, "No, I got it, I got mm-hmm. it." Mm-hmm. But then, like later on in the week, when the baby was crying, and Mariah said, "You know, asked if she could help," she was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, sure." Yeah, it was your phone. It's like yeah, I don't I don't know which way the writers are trying to go with this. Are they like um some type of I don't I don't know like some type of friction there between them over the baby or is Abby truly wanting her to bond with the baby as a godmother or whatever? So yeah, I don't know. It's kind of crazy to me because it, it was like you say, hot and cold. One moment yeah. she's hesitant, looking at her crazy, and the next moment it's like, oh, no, here, I want you to stay here, help me. You know, and the thing is, she turned around and throw out a comment, because this moved into Monday mm-hmm. as well, and Abby still is on her soapbox. How many times has this girl got to tell you, I need to leave, I got to get out of this house? Right. I'm going through something right now. I I can't. I got to separate my emotions. Like, I, 
I don't know. It it just floored me that Abby can't understand or see that. Yeah, and then a little bit, even though it's not to the extreme of what Mariah is going through, Devon is also struggling with this too. Mm-hmm. Not as much as she is, but it's crossing his mind. It's like that, which is what he was telling Amanda. You know, yeah. you you know, I'm a bio dad, but I'm not a legal dad to this child, and I have a connection with it. So. Right. You know, it's just just so unfortunate. In the meantime, there's no chance. No chance. Don't get me started on that topic. Girl, everybody's <laughs> talking about that. I saw a whole post about it. It's like, writers, what are you doing? Are you going to yeah. have a chance or not? I don't have anything else to say about that situation. Okay. Because they, they just, it's just the same thing every week. It's the same. Has any, have you heard from Chance? Have you, does Chance know? You know, does Chance know he has a kid? Have you sent him pictures? And it's like, it just gets more and more ridiculous every week. It does, you know. And I don't understand why is it so hard. Why it's so hard to find an actor who you know? And I don't, I don't know if it's a budget issue or whatever. But it's like, how do you not find somebody to replace this character? And if you're not going to replace the character, do something with it. End it. You know, he's not coming back. Abby, I don't want to be a father. It's not my child. I'm out. Or, you know, something. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not doing anything. They just leave it up in the air. So it's like it takes y'all almost a little over nine months to figure out what you gonna do with a particular character? It makes no sense. Yep, I agree. So, like you said, I mean, we've been talking about that for the last couple months. So, like you say, what else can we say about it, right? Right. Um, but I'm glad Mariah decided to move out because it was just too much. I mean, being locked up with that baby, she felt as her maternal instincts kicked in. Mm-hmm. And so now she got to turn that kid over to the biological mom and she's having a hard time disconnecting her emotions from it. And so the best way is to say, you know what? I can't stay in this house. I'm going nuts. Right. So. What about? That was the right move. Because a lot of the, uh, a lot of folks on social media was like, why is Mariah still there? What were you about to say? I was going to say, what did you think about what Victor said to Nikki about About Mariah? It was the truth. Yeah. It was. I was just, I guess, not really surprised. I kind of felt like Victor would have that type of opinion Mm -hmm. of uh, um, Abby doesn't need to, Abby shouldn't have to worry about taking care of her and she's got a brand new baby. Mhm. Yeah, you know, I mean, but this is what, you know, I, I mean, I can't say this is what she chose because she thought that Chance was going to be around, but, yeah, at this point, you know, Victor was right. Mariah was on the same page. I, got, I can't stay here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a problem. And Sharon is off helping Connor when she should be helping her. <laughs> Right. You know, I, I, I just I'm sorry, that that whole thing because okay, so my my daughter got sick 
this past week. It wasn't the vid or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, she had like a sore throat and she was, you know, she was down and out. And she called me and said, Mom, I'm not feeling well. Now, and she's, what, a few states away from me? Mm-hmm. I'm coming up with everything I can without being there physically to figure out and help her. Right. Sharon is, uh, her daughter calls and say, you know, mom, I'm struggling. I can't stay at this house anymore. You know, it's going, and then she's like, okay, well, call me when you need me. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go through the through that TV and choke Sharon. Like, what? <laughs> and then Connor comes in the door and you all nurturing to somebody else's kid. Right. I was, I was too through. But, um, uh, you know, so yeah, I just I'm glad you know Tessa is there for, you know, to help her through this, and um, of course we saw the previews for next next week because now like the storyline is going into, you know, Mariah wanting a child for herself, so we'll see how that all goes, and I think that might move into Tuesday's episode. So, okay, yep. What else did we? Because that whole she lashed out the broken glass. Oh yeah. She ran off. You know, I mean, people looking like, oh my goodness, you know. But I mean, what do you expect? This girl should have immediately started counseling. Yeah. After she had that baby and came out of that kidnapping. Exactly. And as her mother, being a licensed therapist, that's one of the things that she should have recommended instead of worrying about what Adam is doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, I I just mm, and I'm surprised nobody else is telling her to go to counseling. Devon, Tessa, they just like you know she'll be all right. She's resilient. She's so strong, and it's like everybody has a breaking point around something that yeah. they well, want to need help with. They did say uh, they did say this week. What do we need to do to help her? And of course, counseling is the obvious thing. Um, but they, I mean, they did acknowledge like we got to figure out something to to help her and, and get her through this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, but nobody did anything. So yeah, I mean, she had to take it upon herself to move up out the house, and now she's cooped up in the hotel because obviously they're not at the apartment anymore, and um. You know, that's how it is. So, I don't know. I I just, I'm curious to see where this is going to go with Mariah, but with Abby and Chance and all of that, I'm not even, it's like whatever at this point. Did you see, um, there was somebody posted something in the group about Michelle Morgan going to a a different soap. Yeah, I don't know about that because When I saw Monday's episode, it doesn't it doesn't seem like that as of now. Now remember they're filming seven and eight weeks in advance. Yeah. So right now it looks like she's still because she's gonna definitely be in a lot of scenes on Monday. Mm-hmm. But we'll have to keep an eye out. So toward the end of October, uh, wait a minute. Yeah, end of October, early November is when we'll actually probably see if that's true. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. yeah, I saw that same thing that 
she's supposed to be taking over some spot as what's the lady name on GH? Jordan or something? I don't know. Yeah, some position over there. And um I hope that's not the case. But yeah. you know, we'll see. Yeah, I hope so too. I just I feel like they more often have been having Abby tell Devon how grateful she is for him and how he's her best friend and blah blah blah. And I'm like, I wonder if they're if they're like starting to try. And not that anything like that is happening now to where you know they're giving each other looks, but I wonder if they're like building some type of foundation for the next couple months because they plan to put them together or something at some at some point. Well, and bond um, over the baby. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like I say, Monday's episode, you know, um, Devon asked her to move in. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, they seem like they're just still a good couple. So if they yeah. are going some direction, it's not showing itself at this moment. Yeah, I hope that they don't go in that direction. So I like those two together right now. Now, I will say that I don't think... You know, they keep hinting, especially Mariah is worried about Stitch coming back, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Sean Kerrigan, who's the guy that plays, plays Stitch, he's on a whole nother TV show called The Verge. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't think he's coming back. They just used him as a filler. I wish they would have picked just some random person for that. Yeah, because if they ever bring him back, they're going to have to write a redemption story for him. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, he was only on there for a short term, and then now he's doing this other show called The Bird, so, you know, he's not coming back. And it's like, okay, so you brought him on there to terrorize Mariah so bad that she have a connection to the baby when you could have did that without that. She could have went every day working Mm-hmm. being pregnant and still gain a connection with their child just for being in the in the situation that she in without terrorizing the girl. Yeah, and you see how she, uh, uh, Mariah kind of blamed Abby. in a roundabout way blamed Abby. Yeah, that was stupid. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh my God, I fear for my life because I think he's coming back. The thing is, I don't think he would come back for Mariah. Right. He would come back for Abby and the baby. You were you were carrying Abby's baby at that point, so that's why he was after you. Yeah. But now that the baby is born and Abby has the baby, there's no need to come after Mariah. So that whole thing didn't even make sense. Yeah, I. I'm like, who who pulled this storyline out of the air? Exactly. <laughs> with him. <laughs> exactly. And why? It's just like. <laughs> Right, it's trash. Yeah. You know, the whole storyline just ended already. The baby's here, you know, and then I, Mar- Mariah got upset because of the fact that Abby wanted to send him off to a nanny, and Mariah at first was like, well, why can't we watch the kid? But obviously she realized later that it just wasn't going to work. But yeah. it's like Abby only had the baby, and then now, oh, I don't know. I heard some people like, damn, you know, you had this baby, and then you turn around and ship him off to uh, a nanny. 
Yeah, um, yeah, I I saw people had a problem with that too, but it's like yeah. she's 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 got the money, and she's essentially a single mom right now, and she works. Mm-hmm. So she's, I guess, instead of what us normal people would do, which is send our child to daycare, you know, after a certain age, after maternity leave is over. She's got a nanny. She doesn't have to send her kid to daycare. <laughs> She's got a nanny yeah. that can stay home with her kid. Well, yeah, that's true. So I don't know. It's everybody got an opinion. Yeah. Especially when it comes to everybody else's life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I didn't when when Mariah or was it Mariah or um Tessa, whoever it was, said something like, Well well I can help or, you know, I'm available to help. It's like Mariah, you work too. You yeah. can't be with the baby every, you know, the every moment that Abby isn't. Yep. All right, like, are you going to quit your job? <laughs> okay. And then when Mariah said every every second that the nanny is with the baby, that's time that I don't get to spend with it. And it's like, uh, no, because you are not the child's mother. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. like, what are you expecting to be with the kid you know, every moment that the nanny isn't around or, right. you know, every moment that Abby, like, I didn't, I mean, I, I get where, I get where they were going with the, her, the issue that she had mm-hmm. with Abby hiring the nanny, but it just goes to show that Mariah is wanting to be way more involved in what she needs to be. Right. And then she realized that that wasn't going to work because if she wasn't going to have the type of connection to the kid that she wanted, she was like, you know what? I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know, and technically, you know, she was, and then Abby, I don't know if this was Monday or not talking about, but there's contracts in place. And it's like, that must okay. have been Monday. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I get it, but you contracts don't control emotional status. So, I mean, would you want this girl to get so mentally messed up that something happens with her and your baby? Sometimes people got to step away because they know it's going to be too much. Yeah. So, anywho, did we have anything else on that storyline? Nope, nothing I can think of. Okay, and then this other storyline about Ashley. So he tells this whole story about him leaving home as a teenager and changed his name to escape an abusive past, but he didn't tell his real name. Yeah. Victoria. There. Okay, first of all, I, I don't understand. I know she's trying to play the me against the world card, you know, because that's what people, they dig their heels in when they want to, even though stuff look crazy in front of them, sometimes they just want to keep a united front. Mm-hmm. Just because this man you've only known for, what, two months? Maybe. You move your kids out the house to move him in. Right. You get it. I mean, granted, y'all have a whole merger, but that's strictly business. But you move this man in the house, move your kids out, take care of his health. And this man don't want to even tell you who he really is. And you okay with that. Yeah, that was the part that had me, you know, side-eyeing that whole situation. I mean, <laughs> Like he just sat here and said, I'm, I'm not, uh, yeah, you guys don't know my real name and I'm not telling you. 
His wife, uh, mean, at the very least, your wife needs to know. And that's what I was going to say. I said, if anybody in that room needs to know, is the person that's taking care of your behind. Right. And that's what I wish she would have said. Taking care of your behind and marrying you. I would think she would need to know who she's being involved with. Yeah. And I, I, mean, I, I wish that, I wish that. Your phone. that's what he would have said to them was like yeah I didn't tell you guys but I told my fiance and that's she's the only one that needs to be worried about it or needs to know that information I wish that that's how that would have went down but you know what that's what she gets and then she gets into this whole verbal confrontation with Nick Mm -hmm. about this and trying to play hardball with him and I'm sick and tired of you and Billy coming to me about this that and the third and all this old kind of stuff. And, and Nick is like, look, I'm your brother. I love you. I'm just wondering, like, look, are you, how are you okay with not knowing who this man really is? Right. How are you okay with that? And then she broke down and said, you know what, it bothers me. All of this bothers me. And then she turned around and decided to push him out again. And it's like, you mm-hmm. know what, Victoria, now that you know that it's a concern, but now you want to play hardball all over again and try to pass. Okay, you make your decision. Go right ahead. Yeah, and I, I think it's like what you said. At this point, she's digging her heels in because everybody is against it. Correct. And I, I think if it was the opposite, where nobody was questioning it and everybody was like, oh, you know, Ashlyn's awesome, blah, blah, blah. I think she definitely would have brought up her reservations to them and question Ashlyn a little more than what she's doing now. And it makes it even more for her because Billy is coming after her too. Right. So she looking at this as he's being a jealous ex versus him trying to figure out what the truth is and him being a journalist. Because that's what he's doing. He he is being a jealous ex. It ain't got nothing to do with his journalism. You don't think so? Because at first, I mean, some of the stuff that, and that might be his motivation, but I would say some of the stuff that he was saying was true. It's like, how do you, you come, especially when Ashton came up to um, to Chancecom, the more you push him back, the more it's letting you know that you got something to hide. Yeah, well, I agree with that part of it. But Right. Yeah, go ahead. I also agree with Lily. When she said, "Would you be, would you be this determined to figure out this situation if it wasn't Victoria?" And I don't think you would. I think the only reason why he is um, going so hard on this case is because Vic- Victoria is engaged to him. And I think I, I won't necessarily say jealous. I mean, maybe there's a little, a little bit of jealousy there, but it's just Billy thinking that he's got a save Victoria or control Victoria's life in some way because it's like Victoria is an adult she's a grown woman she if she wanted to see these signs and um wanted to be cautious about Ashlyn she could Mm -hmm. do that but she's choosing not to so let Victoria make her own decisions if her heart is broken her heart is broken she made the choice to be with who she's with and it, so like, let me ask you a question. If you just say 
she has started dating an average good guy. Mm-hmm. Do you still think he would have an issue with it? Um. Or do because I at first no. I know we were saying Billy go sit down somewhere, but when you look at the situation, it's like, man, you know who is this dude that you know you talking yeah. about bringing my kids around? I don't think he would because he, when he started to, you know, at one point, excuse me, he was okay with Ashley, right. And, you know, he wasn't necessarily, like, digging, you know, interrupting their dates and digging around in his business. He had let it go. And then I forget what brought the suspicion back up, but I think, I don't, I think it has, part of it has to do with, it's a story, and part of it has to do with he feels like he just needs to save Victoria from herself. Yeah, I mean, and when it's, in my opinion, if it's starting to interfere in your own relationship because of how hard you're going for your ex mm-hmm. about her relationship choices, then you just need to back off. Because he told, what did he tell um, uh, um, Lily? Because Lily was going back at him about the fact that he was going <clears throat> For Victoria or whatever, and he was like, "I'm not liking what you what you're telling me." Remember, he said that. Yeah, he said, "I don't like where you're going with this." Because right. it, it was right before she said, "You're, would you be doing this if it wasn't for Victoria?" Mm-hmm. Well, you know, honestly, um, Victoria is gonna see for herself because. I mean, I, I like the message coming from Billy more than I would... I mean, Nick more than I would say Billy. Mm-hmm. And even with Nick, she's digging in her heels. You know, when she knows there's got to be a concern. She's concerned. You know, yeah, but then she doubled back down the moment that Ashlyn came in the door. Yeah, she not, she's not going to admit it to anybody that she's concerned. She She doesn't want... She doesn't want Ashlyn to, you know, to be suspicious of her being sus- concerned or suspicious about his past. And she definitely doesn't want to admit it to her family and to Billy that she's got concerns because then it'll just prove them right. So she'd rather be proven right than having a stranger living in her house. That's crazy. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy because this man has strictly just told you to your face. I ain't who you think I am. Mm-hmm. I changed my name, and I ain't telling you who I used to be. You owe that to her. You right. don't owe it to Victor. You don't owe it to Billy. You don't owe it to... I mean, unless it's going to affect the business. Now, that's a different story. But, you know, if it has some business connection where, you know, it's something that's going to hurt the business, who, who he used to be. But your wife? And especially the fact that this woman has taken you in mm-hmm. and did all these things for you, and you can't tell this girl who you are. Oh, okay. Right. It couldn't be me. Yeah, me either. <laughs> me either. I mean, that type of stuff happens even on when you're dating out here. Some people don't. I, I, I'll give you a quick example. I'm not going to stay on there. But somebody that I know met a guy started dating him 
and she found out that he wasn't who he actually said his name was. Mm-hmm. Do you continue to date somebody after that or no? Because basically they're lying to you or they're purposely keeping information from you. In this case, Ashlyn is purposely keeping that information from his own wife. Right. No, Victoria, I don't know. I mean, is it, what? what is keeping you so, are you feeling sorry for him because of his health? Do you think that um, because, you know, he has a terminal illness, he's not going to be here that long, so does it really matter? What is your reasoning for letting that go? Because she knows that she pretty much dug herself in a hole with him, business-wise and in her personal life. Oh, okay. I think that Good I point. think that's what. Yeah, I think that's got a lot to do with it. So she's just she's choosing to ignore or believe that things with him aren't as bad as everybody is assuming it probably is because of his background. Yep. That is true. Um, so what did you think about the story that Ashlyn told about his parents? It was weak at best because what there was so scandalous about that. Also, I was thinking to myself, this sounds a lot like Victor, which they he, brought up too. We thought he was mirroring your phone. I thought that there were spaces in his it sounds just like, you know, what Victor went through with the abusive father um, and, you know, the bad upbringing and stuff like that. And I'm like, Ashley, you could have been a little more creative than this. Yeah. <laughs> because you, when he was talking to Victor, like he he basically told Victor, you know, I read your biography. I, I know how you were brought up. So it's almost like, yeah, you read that biography and now you're creating a story that sounds like his. Exactly. So yeah, I I I I am curious to see what really is going on. I still have hope that it's not as um dark as what people are assuming, like maybe he killed his parents or you know anything like that and that it's just something else that he just doesn't want anybody to know about. Mhm. But nothing like, you know, he is a murderer or you know well, killed the other rumor that's going around, right? What what is that he is um, Vanderway. Oh, yeah. You, you uh, posted that in the group, right? Yeah, I saw that, and I'm like, hmm, that would be a good twist, though. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't mind that twist. I wouldn't mind that twist either, but that means that there's some lies there because Eric Vanderway is supposed to be deceased. Mm-hmm. And that he was born through Dina and who was the father? I don't remember. I forgot. You know, which means that there's a whole different story than what Jack knows, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yep, me neither. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what the real facts are. Now, that's supposed, something's supposed to come out next week because this person is going to meet up with Ashlyn and ask for $3 million to keep his secret safe. Yeah. And Victor is supposed to find out about that. Yep. That's the wrong person to find out something about that. Yeah. Victor is going to be all over it. 
Oh, absolutely. Especially because his daughter is involved. I would expect nothing less. Right. You know, and for Ashlyn to actually be roaming around town, getting these text messages saying, I'm not going to tell you who I am and all of this. Come on. (laughs) I mean, it's just crazy that Ashlyn thinks that he's just going to slide under the radar with all of this. Right. When you're dealing with somebody just as ruthless as you are, did you not forget that uh, Victor was about to have you have a whole heart attack before you sign a contract? Yeah, and for, for a minute, I thought maybe that was his angle, was he was planning something to get back at Victor, Victor? through mm-hmm. Victoria. Because it it's still hard for me to believe that he's letting that go. Yeah, that's that, surprising. Um, but yeah, I guess it's not that, and it's just he's truly got something in his background he's trying to hide. Well, listen, remember, uh, Ashlyn said that he admired that because that would be something that he would have done, and I'm like, wow. I know that's just weird to me though that you like as ruthless of a businessman as they keep saying that this man is, that you're actually letting this go, regardless of if you admire it or not. Like, this man pretty much had your life in his hands and coerced you to sign that paperwork in order to save your life. And you're just letting all of that go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just find that to be odd. Yeah, that is odd. It's crazy. It's crazy, you know, it's like, but then it comes down to the writers, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, let's see what else we got. Um, the, we talking? The, Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I was just going to say what about the Phyllis, Nick, and Jack situation. Oh, yeah, we do have that. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't Girl, very I long. Am, just I am a couple. so not interested in that. I'm not even. Because it's like, why would, uh, and we said this before in the past month, bring somebody on to that. Why are you trying to recycle that whole romance all over again? Yeah. And then, you know, Nick had the nerve to ask Jack, you know, do you think me and Phyllis is a good fit? I'm like, what type of stupid question is that? Yeah, that was a weird conversation. You know, and so Jack looking like, oh, uh, you know, and then Nick says, no, I know we're a good fit for each other. Well, why did you ask him that? Then? I wonder if that was his way of trying to feel Jack out, trying to feel him out and also trying to, like, remind him or let him know, like, uh, you know, me and Phyllis are good or this, this is how deeply I love Phyllis or whatever. So back off kind of thing. I don't know. I just think that the writers are just lost. And I thought that they hired, somebody told me that they hired another writer in the past year. Mm-hmm. So I would I would have hoped that it would have been, you know, something that connected dots. Because, you know, for a while we would have some crazy storylines. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, for, for to recycle that whole romance, it's like, why? Yeah, it's not needed right now. No. Or ever. <laughs> I mean, and then for a moment, it looked like they had Nick thinking about sharing last week. So it's like, what y'all doing? Yeah, and that was totally random, I felt like. Exactly. I mean, and then they plan we move 
uh, Adam and Sally back to Adam thinking about Sharon. I was like, do y'all know what y'all want to do with these people? Right. <clears throat> I do wonder if all of, you know, all of these feelings that Nick is having right now, if this is maybe going to make him want to propose to Phyllis. Maybe so. My question is, I don't think Phyllis is interested in Jack, though, right? Do you? She hasn't given any indication that she is. Yeah, I don't think so. Because she, the the first time that, or not the first time, but when Jack, you know, made that little comment, she said something about, I'm with Nick, or I forget what she said exactly, but she, you know, referenced her relationship with Nick and, you know, talked about how they were happy. Mm-hmm. And then when he came back, this week and apologized to her for what he said and then was like you know I just want to be clear I'm I'm apologizing if I made you feel uncomfortable and not apologizing for how I feel and she was basically like you know you don't have to apologize for telling me your feelings but you know I, I understand but I'm with Nick and I'm happy mm-hmm. so you know she I, I, I haven't felt like she's given any you know flirtations off to Jack or has given him like false hope or anything like that she's been I feel like she's been straight up with him and just saying I'm with me and Nick are together or you know Mm -hmm. I'm happy with Nick so Mm. yeah I don't I didn't see anything with her either I just see Jack peeping around corners looking Mm -hmm. some kind of way and it's like come on Jack why you wanna I mean your phone. I mean, Sally, that, I don't even know why they even tried to work that out. But, (laughs) I mean, it just, it's not a good fit. I like her more with Adam, but bring somebody on for that. Don't recycle that whole storyline again. I mean, it's ridiculous. Right. Totally agree. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's like, why? <laughs> you know, you're wasting time, and then only for Nick to dig in his heels. So you gonna make a triangle between him, Jack, and and Phyllis? Come on, that's always played out. Been there, mm-hmm. done that one. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. What else was there this week? That was it. Um, I think so. Okay. Um, I well. What's the little guy's name? Moses oh. still hasn't been straight up honest with his mom about exactly what he's doing. But girl, where um, are they going with that storyline? Is maybe she gonna come back? Is she gonna stop mm-hmm. him from staying or what? Uh, maybe this was an oppor- Maybe it's an, they're using it as an opportunity for her to come down. Maybe she'll like pop up in Genoa City and surprise Moses and then find out that he's really doing a music thing and not like an actual business type internship thing. I don't know. I don't know. I I really haven't been paying too much attention to that storyline. Yeah, that, I feel like it's the the thing with Moses and then like Kim and Faith is a little bit of a filler because they talk, yeah. they, they showed Faith this week too talking about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, a filler. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Um, and I think that was it. They were talking about um well I know Jack and Phyllis and Nick was talking about um Kyle and Summer's wedding. 
briefly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. So, obviously, because they did say that um, Michael Mueller and Hunter King was going to have another stint, but I don't think it's long-term, so this is probably about their wedding, so. Okay. But other than that, I think that's it. We covered everything. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we Did we get any Nate and Elena? Mm. Oh, a lot of people were saying Elena being so exhausted. Oh, yeah, that did happen this week, didn't it? Yeah, and some folks in, in social media were saying, oh, she must be pregnant or something's going on there. So I don't know. I'm wondering if they're going anywhere with that. I Yeah, I kind of I wondered about that, too, because it was like they, you know how. They make emphasis and highlight stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I was wondering if maybe it was going to be something like that or maybe Elaine is sick or I don't something like that. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know where they're going with that, but I'm trying to think if there any other little things that we missed. I think that's it, actually. Yeah, I think so, too. We didn't really talk about the christening, but there wasn't anything that happened there. It was everything really? that happened afterwards. It was right. It was everything that happened after the christening, so. Okay, so we don't have anything else. Nope. We will keep it moving. Well, we switched to the second half of the show, which is the bold and the beautiful. And, boy, that that was a quick summary. Mm -hmm. Oh, here we go. Uh, Quinn and Carter were disconcerted about (laughs) Eric's offer. Eric became fed up with his home, uh, with his family crying, but he seemed lonelier than ever after sending Quinn to Carter with instructions for the night. Paris lent her support to Finn and found herself fantasizing about kissing him. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord. Let's start with Paris. Okay. <laughs> oh, Paris. Oh, my God, Paris. Um... She has the word hypocrite written all over her forehead. She certainly does. All over her shirt, her skirt, whatever. It's the word hypocrite. Yes. Um, You know, it's been leading up to this point because, you know, she's been dissing Zenday. Throwing how great Finn is up in his face. Then they asked him, asked her to move in. She like, no, nah, I want to stay and help them. This is his date. And what this lead up to him, uh, her com- uh, comforting Finn about how much he needs to actually go against what Stephanie his wife. Wants. Yeah. His wife. Go against your wife and, you know, kind of sort through your own feelings regarding Sheila. Mm-hmm. And I'm here from you. I'm, I'm I'm here for you. I'm always here from you, or for you. Why do you think wrong? And fantasizing about kissing this dude, girl. I was cringing during that scene. I was too. I. Oh my god. I I had walked out of the room for a hot second, and came back in, and that that was like kind of in the middle of that scene. Mm-hmm. Your phone. And I'm, I was thinking, like, wait a minute, like, what is going on here? Like, they jumped to this quick, but then I realized that she was fantasizing. <laughs> but Girl, I was like, because when I was, even but the scene itself, I've never seen Paris kiss anybody on the show. 
So, I need the Zenday? I don't, did she kiss Zenday? I'm pretty sure I they, remember. I thought they did, maybe not. I don't remember seeing her kiss anybody. Hmm. I could be wrong. But, I mean, it just looks, first of all, it looked awkward. Yeah. There was no connection for me there. I, I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah, I, I, it was a little, little awkward in my opinion as well. It was, yeah, it was definitely cringy because it's like, girl, you went through a whole fiasco, throwing it up in Quinn and and, and Carter's face about coming clean about the affair mm-hmm. and how horrible that they were for doing that to Eric, but then you fantasize about doing something like that with your own, with his own granddaughter's husband, right? Girl, I, I, it was, it's just, it's like, no, writers, what are you doing? Yeah. At least, at least you push it further down the line. She just came off of the Carter storyline, and then you jump right into, I want to be with your husband. Right. Push it down the line and also make it make sense. Like, exactly. This attraction didn't. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I was trying to pull the mic away from my mouth before I sneeze. Oh, okay. Um, but, like, this this whole attraction thing didn't, it just blossomed out of nowhere, and it, didn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Because she, wasn't she, before she moved in, weren't mm-hmm. they hinting to her having a crush on him? Before she even moved into the house? Wasn't there, like, a couple no, of... Did they? I felt like there were a couple of times um, that they kind of hinted to Paris having a crush on him. And then they like dropped it. Then maybe they did because it, it, then it must happen really fast because I don't remember. Or maybe I wasn't paying attention because I'm like, nah, that can't be happening. I feel like we talked about it a little bit before. Before like um, they before invited her to it. move into the into their house and then it was like because it was like they did it a couple of times and then it was it nothing happened for weeks and we were like oh, they must oh, have I know what you're talking about because she would look at him some kind of way or um yeah yeah I know what you're talking about exactly and then it was like they kind of drop it and nothing else happened and we were right. like, your phone they moved away from it because of the fan reaction to um, to thinking that Paris was starting to develop a crush on him. Right. And then it popped up again after they let her move in. Let her, let her move in. But what would have made more sense is she moves in and then develops a crush that way. Mm-hmm. Because the other way it was like, where is this coming from, Paris? Yeah, and it makes sense. <laughs> It so, makes zero sense. Yeah. And I just... Mm-hmm. I, She annoys me so much because of how she handled that situation with Carter and Quinn that mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it becomes obvious to um, Steffi that she's got a crush on him and Steffi calls her out yeah, and confronts her about it. Yep, somebody needs to call her out. You know, I mean, she made a whole spectacle 
of that mm-hmm. wedding that Quinn and, and Eric had and coming up in there showing up and telling Brooke and all this all kind of stuff, right? Right. But then you go and now after what, two weeks, a hot nanosecond, you over there looking at somebody else's husband. Right. Mm-mm-mm. I mm-hmm. want Steffi to walk in on her telling Finn, giving Finn you should be Steve. able to talk uh, to Steve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to happen because I I just don't like that she is giving opinions about a topic she has no idea about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, and it's like I, I, I just I you know what, I don't like you say I don't have no words because it it just doesn't make sense. Right. You know, and you tell this man to go against his wife and his family. After what this, uh, what has happened in the history that Sheila has with them, yep. This man don't know. I mean, granted, I, do I think he has a connection with where he came from? Absolutely, but he's also willing to, you know, say, "Hey, you know, I need to take a step back from this. I, I, you know, I'm married. This is my wife. I got a son. I need to focus on that." And Paris is trying to undermine that, right? You know, and in the same process, you're doing it because you're being selfish because of what you want, which is a man. Yeah, because I wonder if this situation, uh, I wonder if she didn't have a crush on Finn, if she would be giving him that same advice. Probably not. But I think that she just, yeah, I think that she sees that he kind of wants to communicate with his mom, so... Mm-hmm. She's just telling him what he wants to hear, because Absolutely. she knows that Steffi isn't isn't listening in that way. Yeah, you are absolutely correct. So, you know, like you say, I'm hoping Sheila happens to see that. I mean, Sheila, Steffi happens to see that and be like, "Oh, that's what she's doing." This girl up in my house, mm-hmm. trying to talk about. You know, talk to my husband about what I what he should be doing outside of what I want him to do. It's yeah, this gonna blow up in her face, and who knows? I mean, will the question is what Finn is gonna do, right? You know, because Paris can do whatever she wants to do with all of this, but Finn, what you gonna do? You gonna keep listening to Paris and fall into that trap, or mm-hmm. you gonna continue to listen to your wife? Yeah. So, so far, Finn hasn't given any indication that he's going to go against, you know, what Steffi wants. And also, it's almost like he's blind to the fact that um, Paris is crushing on him, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, it's going to be interesting from what the spoilers say. Steffi isn't rid of Sheila yet. So, yeah. Ain't going nowhere. We we took a break because <clears throat> they're addressing the Quinn Carter situation, but she ain't going nowhere. Right. So where is that going to come in when you know all this stuff go down with Paris Carter? I mean Paris, um, you know Paris and Steffi and Finn. So I, you know what I can see happening what? is um, Sheila getting to Paris. Oh, and trying to use Paris as a a way to get in between Steffi and Finn. 
That's a good point. Because Paris is so naive and she has no idea like what she lives capable of. I can mm-hmm. see her getting sucked into one of her manipulations. And Especially because she wants Finn. Mm-hmm. She need to, I will say she need to break up with Zenday. Yes. Now, I mean, I'm not saying break up with Zenday and go after uh, Steffi's husband, but don't be leading that dude on. You're going to fall on your own face in this other mess, but don't get him in the middle of that. Yeah, which is basically what Zoe did to, to Carter. Exactly. Yep. Yep, yep, sure did. That is absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I mean, it's not too much more to say about this. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Quinn and Carter mm. and Eric. I'm, 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 ugh. First of all, Quinn and, and Carter is definitely trying to resist their urges. I mean, I don't know what happened when they gave in look like on Friday. Mm-hmm. But for most of the week, Eric is pushing this whole thing. And you said something interesting when we talked. Eric should just let her go. Yep. So she can be free to choose whatever man she wants. Right. There's no point in him asking her to come back to then make her feel guilty about the fact that he's um, he's got erectile dysfunction and and then trying to figure out how he can solve that for her. And it's like, well, why, why, why bring her back into your life and then sit around feeling sorry for yourself and then trying to hook her up with somebody else to satisfy that side of your relationship because you can't do it? Why didn't you just let her go? <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously. <clears throat> she's trapped in a marriage with somebody that she's going to always have to well, she's not trapped. I mean, she could leave, file for divorce, whatever. But the husband is saying, I still want to be with you, but I'm going to have to bring in this other person to, to keep you satisfied. Mm-hmm. I, it's a, I put that poll out there last week, and um, overwhelmingly, people was like, nope, nope, nope. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not mm-hmm. doing it. Because, I mean, it's just, it's crazy, you know, uh, to say. I mean, there's so, and there's ways. There's so many different ways. It doesn't necessarily have to be one way to satisfy somebody. Right. But in Eric's mind, it's like, oh, yeah, you got to have that. You got to have that. And I'm going to make sure you have that no matter what you say. <laughs> you know, and it's like, dude, you selling, and I think you said this too, he's he's, def- he's self-defeating. Mm-hmm. You yeah. sitting up in there looking like, woe is me, and I'm sad, and I'm lonely, and my wife is outside the house getting her rocks off because of I, I'm okay with that. And it's like, are you serious right now? Yeah. What are you about to say, girl? I don't know. I was gonna say your phone. What'd you say? Um, I was gonna say he turns every conversation back to the fact that he's got erectile dysfunction. Exactly. Because there was, I forget what they were talking about. There was something they were talking about this weekend, or 
sorry, this week. And it was just like a, a common conversation. And then I think he said something like, um, he loves her, you know, he's happy that she's back home. I forget what it was that he said. And then he was like, even even if I can't satisfy you in every way that I'm supposed to as a husband, it's like, that didn't even fit into the conversation, Eric. You're just <laughs> bringing it up mm-hmm. for no reason. <laughs> and I guess the other part that I really don't like about this is that he's he started telling her what to do. No, mm-hmm. you're going to do this. You're going to, and setting up these situations and stuff. And it's like, she already told you no, like three times. Right. At what? And then she got mad at what point. She was like, you need to stop this. And then he turned right back around to know this is what you need. You're a vibrant young woman and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, it was after, I think that happened after um, Carter left their house and she went upstairs and got in the bed and he, you know, kept talking about it and she was like, I don't, you know, you need to stop. And she like turned over and went to bed or whatever. But she had like her back facing him and she, you know, had this look of annoyance on her face. Like, stop talking about this. This isn't what I want to do. But you, it's like you won't drop it. You won't drop it. It's like he's forcing it. And then Mm -hmm. he lies and tell her, I need this package envelope taken over to Carter's. Yeah. If I was her, I would have been like, you know what? Don't we? We're forced to creation. Don't we got a courier service? Exactly. It was so obvious what he was doing. It was obvious with what he was doing. <laughs> and then the other thing is, if I was uh, Quinn, slide that monster under the door, leave it there, knock and leave something. Girl, yeah. I can't. I can't with this. She uh, went because she wanted to. Yeah, she wanted to, but it's like. How how long is this supposed to last? Because the other part of this is, is Brooke and Rick. Yeah. And then this whole conversation with Katie and, and Donna and, you know, and it's like, so why are you bringing Donna into this? And she making fake cries about how much she missed Eric and he's the love of her life and all this. Okay. I'm like. Yeah, they got Donna looking pathetic. Girl, it's like, Really? You a vibrant young woman. And I'm not saying Eric is a bad dude. But it's like out of all the men in the world, this man right here is the one that you losing it over. Yeah. And, and he's married. And these issues between Eric and Quinn just started like within right. the last 12 months. Starting right. with the thing with Shana. So for the last however many years Eric and Quinn have been married, like what have you been doing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so they exactly. just and I mean my question is what is what would Donna do if she was in Quinn's situation? Because I mean what that will say why she's really there. Are you there because you love this man? Or do you think he can do what he used to do with you? Mm-hmm. Because you know, I'm wondering what Donna's response would be to this. I mean, granted, she's not interested in Carter. I kind of wish that they would just take Carter off the radar and put her over there. I mean, sh- put him over there with her. They absolutely should have done that when him and Zoe broke up. I exactly. don't know why they didn't. Because that would have been a good, I feel like a good matchup right there. 
You know, because she was taught at one point, wasn't she talking about how attractive Carter was? He, she, yeah, she was. Yeah, and we thought that that's where they were man going. And blah, 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 blah. And yada, yada, yada. And Eric was nowhere on the radar. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the writer's logic in this one at all. No. Mm-mm. Because even if Quinn and Eric do get a divorce over this whole thing, and like you said, they try to move him over to Donna. Donna is younger than Quinn. Exactly. So, what makes oh. you think... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, so what makes you think going from one young woman to an even younger woman is going to change your situation and you're still going to have those same insecurities? Yeah, and you know, the crazy thing about... um about what you were saying is that you know the other part is what if they actually get caught Mm -hmm. the first thing that they're going to say is oh see there they're still together and of course nobody knows what's going on which is what I think they're leading this up to Mm -hmm. they're leading this up to the fact that when Eric is not telling Riz and Brooke what the problem is Quinn and Carter is going to get caught by somebody whether it's Katie, Donna or Brooke yeah for sure and then they're going to be like, oh, my God, they're back together. They're still seeing each other and only to run and tell Eric. And Eric is like, yeah, I did it. And, it, you know, it was my choice. Now, how much you want to say that Brooke is going to tell him, but I bet you Quinn manipulated you. Your phone. I absolutely see that happening. Instead of saying, um this was all on Eric, she gonna be like, but she manipulated you to think that you could do this and she, you, you're, you're having issues right now and this is what she does and girl, again, stupid writing because it's like, what's the end game with this? Are you trying to bring awareness? Are you trying to, is there a trick in this? Is Eric just testing them? Right. I have no idea. What's the end game with this? Where, where are we going with all of this? Except yeah. to bring Carter and Quinn together. Maybe Carter and Quinn would be like, you need to divorce him and come over here. I don't know. Where yeah. Going with it? I, I, the, whole, the whole thing with um, Ridge and Brooke, though, like that part of it was mm-hmm. making me mad this week. Because it's like they, they keep, like he's told you guys to let it go. They, you know, they're hounding him at the office and they pop up at the house. We just want to check on you. And it's like, he's already said to leave him alone. He doesn't want to talk about it. Right. He got back with his wife because he wanted to get back with his wife. So no amount of you guys asking him a million times, why did you take her back? Or, or, or what did they keep? They kept talking about how, you know, when we got, when we broke up and got back together, we didn't leave the house for two days. Like, why isn't Quinn here with you? She doesn't have to be in that house every second of the day. Mm-mm. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. Guys are pressuring him over this. He's already told you that this is what he wants to do. Leave him alone. Mm-hmm. And they treat him like a child. Yep. They treat him like a child that can't make his own decisions. Yeah, but did you see... um uh, what's her name, Brooke, telling him, oh, you're so smart and you're so handsome and you're so sexy. And I'm looking like, yeah, that was awkward. standing right there next to you, okay? 
Right. And he ain't saying, and it's like, Brooke, you doing too much. Go home. Yeah, that was Go way home, too much. Go home, Roger. <laughs> you know, it's like, man, shut up about it, Brooke. You all up in this man business. You keep, keep telling you to leave him alone. Now, I could see him, like, when they had that scene where uh, Ridge was in the office with Eric, and mm-hmm. it was just them two, mm-hmm. I could see that conversation happening in that exact moment. Mm-hmm. But obviously, Eric didn't want to do it. And then when he's with Brooke, Brooke is just all over the place. It's like, girl, stop. And they keep talking about, ooh, she betrayed you, and she did this, and she did that. And I'm like, and all the comments in social media is like, pot call kettle. Right. <laughs> so it's like, y'all need to back off of that. They really want Quinn gone, and they're using her past, not knowing, well, they do know. You know, that their past is just is worse. She slept with one dude. Y'all slept with multiple people. Right. While being involved with somebody else. So shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and most people be like, well, she slept with Liam. Okay, but Brooke got a whole laundry list of how many affairs she had. Exactly. And so do, including, and so do Rich. including her son-in-law. Including her son-in-law. <laughs> so, I mean, come off of it. You know, they need to go sit down somewhere. And when Eric says, leave me alone, leave him alone. Right. But this other thing with these two, granted, they can't stay away from each other, but they tried. Four days out of this previous week, they tried to stay away from each other. Friday, it was a wrap. The phone. And I feel like um, at this point, she just needs to tell Eric, I can't, I'm not going to go back and forth between you and Carter. Um, I'm either going to be only with you or I'm going to go to Carter. And because, mm-hmm. if she can't, if she's going to, I don't know, I feel like if you're going to sleep with Carter, then you just need to go ahead and divorce your husband. Yeah. Clean this mess up. Because now her feelings are split because she loves Carter mm-hmm. and she loves Eric. And they all work together. They And they all work together. That's got to be torture. Yeah. You know, I mean, Quinn needs to make some decisions. These men in the situation, obviously Carter is trying to say, well, he said we can. Yeah. And then Eric is like, I said you can. Quinn needs to be like, you know what? I need to do something different. She needs to get out of that marriage with Eric. Yeah, she does. I mean, why are you in there? Are you holding it? Because, I mean, the the, the Forrester family don't want you there. Right. You know, what are you there for then? Just to hang around with Eric and the company and the money? What? Why are you over here with Eric and then you get the sexual experience from Carter? What's the end game for you? Are you, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think she's just confused. She, she yeah, loves she both of them. It's just a matter of who she wants to be with more at this point. Well, you th- oh, oh, that's the other thing I was going to say. Have you noticed that they uh, have let Rena Sofa gray out, let her grays in her hair show now? Uh, no, I didn't notice that. Yeah, because prior to about two or three weeks ago, her hair was completely dark. And lately, I guess to fit this whole thing, 
if you notice, they've been letting her grays come in. So they probably told her, well, you know, don't dye your hair. Let your natural gray hair come in. And it's been a lot of it. I'm like, her hair is normally darker than that. So I don't know if she's doing this on her own or they're doing this for the storyline. When you get a chance, look, if you can see a video from probably June or July and compare it to the last several weeks, you'll see a difference in her hair. Is it just like subtle grays here and there? Because I don't think I've... Yeah, it's a lot. Because Rena Sofer usually dyes her hair, you know, um, like a dark brown color. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, it's something different about her. And when I paid attention to the episode, I'm like, oh, she's just letting her gray come through. I would feel like they would do the opposite, considering the storyline right now is Eric's wife is a, is significantly younger than him. Yeah, so I... Again, you know, what are they doing? But yeah, that's because I'm like, I could have seen that like before her and Eric got back together and she was with Carter mm -hmm. because she would, you know, a couple of times made reference to how much older she is than him. I could have seen it like it would have made sense they would have done it then, but not it doesn't make sense for them to, to do that now if that's what if they're purposely trying and to I do mean, it. I mean, honestly, you know people do that. That's the purpose of Courtney Hope dyeing her hair extremely red because she had to fit the whole Sally Spectra, you know, um, mm -hmm. legacy. You know what I mean? And the same thing with Michelle Stafford because for many years her name was red. Yeah. I think Michelle Stafford is naturally blonde. So, oh, she Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to think if she said, she said something about that in the past. But because she had this reputation of being red on Young and the Restless, she kept her hair strawberry blonde. Mm -hmm. So I know that TV shows usually do that for a purpose. So it wasn't surprising me that with this last uh, few weeks that they did this whole storyline that they've been allowing her grades to come out. Because I'm like, what is it different about her hair? You know, and sure enough, when I took, I said, that's what it is. She's allowing her regular natural, you know, color, gray hair and stuff to come through. And I'm like, they must be asking her to do that, maybe for the storyline. I don't know. Yeah, so, I still don't think it makes sense for this storyline for them to do that. Yeah. Well, anything is good. You never know with these writers, girl. Yeah. You just never know. But, yeah, um, I mean, if I had to give the show this week, maybe that's what we should do uh, every week each week a grade from A to F. If I had to give Bold a um a grade for the week of September thirteenth, I'd probably give it a C minus. Hmm. What would you give it? Uh I'd say about a maybe about a C because it was just I don't know. It wasn't anything too exciting that happened other than Quinn and Carter finally like getting into each other at the end of the week. But everything else was just really, kind of like... Well, I guess what really got me is the cringy scene between Paris and Finn and this whole pushiness with Eric. It just was a turn off. It's like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for sure. 
So that's why I gave it a C minus. Whereas with Young and the Restless this week, I would have probably said a B minus. Because Mariah acted her butt off. Mm-hmm. So I got to give her, you know, you would actually think that she was a biological mom. Yeah. And then the reaction that we got from um, with Victoria just digging her heels in, it's like, girl, you crazy. If you're going <laughs> to let this man stay up in your house and not tell you who's, who he really is. Right. That makes a good storyline to me. Yeah. You know, so I would give them a B, B minus, but with Young Loretta, with Bold, yeah, I was not feeling that cringy thing of either side of this thing. So I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah, the the whole thing with Carter and Quinn is cringy in itself. Exactly. I mean, if y'all want to bring awareness awareness to ED, I mean, make it between a husband and wife, and not bring in your random token guy to say, "Hey, this is who you gonna sleep with," and then I need you to come back home. It's like, oh, yeah. You know what else was cringy was. The uh, and you mentioned it a little earlier. The phone call with Brooke mm-hmm. and her sisters to Aaron. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and why? They all, why are y'all on the phone trying to check on Eric? Oh my God, are you okay? You sound so lonely. I'm like, oh, stop. Yeah, it was it was very weird. Yeah, that's why I'm like, Mm-mm, I'm not feeling it at all. With 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 bold this week, so so what would you give Young and the Restless? You didn't, did you say? No, I didn't say because I don't I don't know I I don't really have a great mind for it because I haven't really thought about it that deep enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> to right. to shoot one out. Okay, gotcha. Um, I'll I'll think about it for next week though. Okay, I watch next week's. Um, okay, so that's that's all we had for the Queen and Carter storyline. Yeah. All right, so we are at the end of the show. Let's do our flip the script. So what that is, guys, again, if there's a particular storyline or scene that you wish we could change, this is where we flip that script. So which one would you do this week? Um, For Y&R, and I, I kind of talked about it, um, in the recap, when Ashlyn, when Ashlyn said that he wasn't going to tell them what his real name was, mm-hmm. um, I wish that he would have shared that with Victoria, like being completely honest with Victoria about his past, and then told them like I I don't I don't owe you guys, but my fiance knows everything and I trust her with the information, and that's all that I care about. Um, gotcha. And then for Bold and the Beautiful, mm-hmm. um, what's my flip the script for that? That one just fell out of my head. I can't, I can't go to my notes because if I close out of this, oh it'll, wow, it'll close out of the app. Um, what was it? Gotcha. I cannot, I can't remember what it was, but it had to do with um with the whole Quinn Carter and Eric situation. I can't remember exactly what I wrote down, but I know that it, it had to do with Quinn just putting her foot down with Eric and saying, I'm not doing this, you know, 
drop it with the the self-deprecating um, comments about himself and about his ED. And uh, I, I came back to you because I want to be with you. So don't bring up Carter again. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Well, my flip the script for um for Young and the Restless would have been, you know, Lily putting her foot down saying, you know what? I understand you I, you don't like where I'm going with this, but we're in a relationship and I'm going to need you to respect where I feel in this. You're talking about your ex all the time. I understand mm-hmm. you got kids with him, with her and everything, but don't keep coming up to me telling me about your ex's current fiance. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out because it's making me feel some kind of way. I don't care about what you think I'm saying. I'm getting mad. You keep bringing up your ex. So I kind of will want honest and, and he keeps making it like, oh, it's part of business. We This is a story. Lily need to be like, yeah, I, I understand that, but you're doing too much. Yeah. And in order for me to be happy with what we're in, I'm not being insecure. You're doing what you're doing and it's affecting our relationship, bottom line. Yep. That's my flip for uh, Young and the Restless. For Bold, I was kind of similar on Quinn putting her foot down and telling Eric to stop talking about this. Um, at the same time, I'll go over to the Finn and Paris side where Finn needs to tell Paris, I understand your concern, but this is my wife and I respect her feelings. We have a child together. You know, I know you're trying to be comforting, mm-hmm. but, you know, this is where I'm going to be and put his foot down with her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, that's it. You know, that's all I have with that because these people, they need to, you know, especially with uh, Finn and Quinn, Finn and Quinn. Mm-hmm. They need to tell these folks, y'all need to stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know Finn is naive, so he probably don't even see that um, Paris is crushing on him. Well, I mean, but even her trying to talk down the decision that he made in, in um, uh, 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 what they call that, where they work together or um, Compromise. a unifying front oh. or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that they're putting up with the front together that this is how we're going to handle the Sheila situation. I pre- appreciate your concern, but I'm going to need you to take a step back on that. Yeah. You know, and put some boundaries with that girl. You know, so that's my flip the script for that. So it was a pretty good show. We had our quirks today and yesterday with the platform, and but we got through it, girl. I appreciate yeah. it. I hope this doesn't happen next week, because this was yeah, I know. frustrating having to stare at my phone the whole time. <laughs> I know that's crazy. That happens because I I do a lot of recording on my iPhone for my channel, mm-hmm. and what happens is is right before I down when I download it to upload it to YouTube, if my phone times out, it'll stop me downloading, and I have to start all over again. Oh uh-huh, yeah, that would be annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. So I know exactly what you're going through when that phone times out. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. All right, girl. Well, we had a, go- a great show. I hope you guys that are listening enjoyed us this week and stuck with us through the whole thing, even with the hiccups that we had. Um, 
the week of the 20th. Um, right quick, let me see what we got. For bold and hold on. Okay, so for bold. Ridge is like a dog with a bone. Ridge Ridge refuses to stop digging for information. An unexpected person become involved in Eric and Quinn's and Carter's saga. Um, Steffi is livid when Sheila makes another unexpected visit. Eric and Ridge hide a secret from the other. Now, what is that about? Yeah, what would Rich be hiding from him? Exactly. Unless they know what... I may be... Okay, so I get it. So Eric is hiding a secret about, you know, what he allows and finds out that Quinn and Carter is together, so they're keeping secrets from each other. Which ends Um, up being the same scenario, probably. Yeah. Okay, Hope and Liam will face challenges when a mysterious person arrives and create drama. Hmm. Justin resurfaces, but in an unexpected place. And Bill and Katie, who have been living separately, put their family back together. Okay, cool. Whatever. <laughs> they're going to re... Yeah, they're going to revamp that, right? Yeah. Sure, please. Okay, and then <laughs> Young and the Restless. Nick keeps Billy guessing. Um... Victor take matters into his own hands, which has got something to probably do with Aslan. Phyllis gives Victoria a reason to be suspicious of her. What is that about? Phyllis gives Victoria a reason to be suspicious. Of her. Hmm. I wonder if that has to do with Jack. You think so? I don't know. There's, that's That's really all she's got going on right now. Yeah. Is the whole Jack thing. Oh, I got it because uh, Nick is her brother. So if yeah. she sees Phyllis hanging around Jack and they connecting, Victoria looking, giving her the side eye. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Let's see. And then Billy puts a generous offer on the table. So, by the way, this uh, before we go, by the way, this coming week, there is going to be one episode where it's all about Jack. The whole episode is Jack looking back on his past. Oh, gosh. That he made. Yeah, so he's going to get a whole day to himself. I hate those kind of episodes. I know. So, yeah, and all these flashbacks and all of this stuff about his past. So, I don't know if maybe is he celebrating an anniversary this week or something? Uh, Maybe maybe that's that's what what it is. is. Maybe uh, Peter Bergman is celebrating an anniversary of how long he's been on the show or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's probably... They did that with Victor, didn't they? Yeah, so I'm just giving y'all the heads up. I I don't... I think it might be Wednesday or Thursday this week that that's Mm -hmm. supposed to be going down. And then uh, one other thing is Lily and Billy discover some stunning information. Okay, cool. Well, that might put them back on the same page. We'll see. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. We enjoyed giving you the content. And um, until next week, we'll see you then. And be safe and be blessed. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. 
Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.